You're listening to VO Stories, episode 108. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voice of her talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell. We can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Guys, I'm here. I'm alive, and I'm so happy to be back. So to recap my little Insta Live, for those of you that did not see it, I talked a little bit about where VO Stories has been, why it fell off the map, and I am just going to share again what, what happened there. So back in May, when I dropped my last episode about breast, my breast cancer journey and how that personal pandemic prepared me for a global pandemic, shortly around that time I posted that episode, I found out about two people in my life that had a cancer diagnosis, and it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, they both passed away very quickly. So that really sucked. And then on May 25th, George Floyd was murdered. And to be completely honest, as I shared um, in that Insta Live, I, I fell into a major funk. I, um, I felt in good conscience. I couldn't even post the episode I had scheduled as it just seemed uh, totally irrelevant. That said, I do want you guys to hear that episode. And so that is today's episode where I'm talking to Mark Scott and he's talking about marketing in times of COVID. However, going forward, you're going to hear that there's a pivot in VO stories. I've been saying this for a long time that I want to have deeper and more meaningful conversations on this podcast. So we're going to start that off by having a conversation on racism in voiceovers and beyond and how to be a part of the solution. How can we be a part of the solution? We're also going to be talking about how to balance voiceovers and life's challenges and the non-business tools that I've used that have helped me in my career, but also my soul. And I'm going to be talking to other voiceover talent that have had challenges, and you're going to hear about their challenges and things that have worked for them. You may be hearing some stuff that doesn't feel completely connected to voiceovers, such as talking about my EMDR therapy, which is amazing. Uh, and I'll share about that on the podcast coming up. But for today, we've got Mark Scott, who will be talking about marketing yourself and COVID. And so I hope you enjoy that episode and will be joining me along for the ride for even more deeper, relevant, and raw conversations. Thanks so much for sticking with me. Thank you for the DMs asking where where I was, where VO Stories was, and if it's coming back, I appreciate that. And um, sit back, relax, and listen in. Mark Scott, thank you so much for being here with me today. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Thank you. So you are not only a voiceover talent, but you are the founder, the creator of the VOpreneur and the expert when it comes to how to market yourself and how to operate as a business when it comes to voiceovers, which is why I wanted to have this conversation because in light of COVID-19, I don't know how exactly 
you market yourself without feeling smarmy and like um, an ambulance chaser, you know? It's a really great question. And it and it's one that I have put a lot of thought into. And I think part of this stems from voice actors tend to be creatives. And the creatives operate from a different side of the brain from the traditional entrepreneur business side. They're, they're opposite sides of the brain scientifically. And so immediately we look at things differently. A lot of the creatives that I'm talking to, the people that are the voice actors and creative side first, they want to just kind of stop. They, they're kind of trying to process all the emotion of everything that is going on right now. Their emotion, everybody else's emotion, right? We're all feeling stress and anxiety at DEFCON level one right now because of information overload. And so a lot of them just kind of want to stop, take a pause, pick it up later on when it's all over, when, when everything, you know, when the dust has settled and I understand that side of things, but then I'm also looking at it from a business side. And if you talk to business owners right now, most of the business owners are in the same boat. We're trying to figure out how to keep the doors open. We're trying to figure out how do we adapt in the face of this pandemic, this crisis, this economy collapse that we're facing right now. How do we adapt so that we can keep our doors open, so that we can keep our employees working, so that we can keep the things moving forward, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a business owner and my business is what pays for my mortgage. It's what pays for my groceries. It's what pays for my electric. You know, it's, it's how I support my family. And so that's where I'm coming from. I'm trying to figure out how do I adapt? What's going on in the market right now? What can I be looking at? How can I keep things moving forward? And I think one of the ways that I'm looking at it too, and I think that a lot of people can look at it is right now we need something that we can feel like we're in control of. Because the world is out of control. And this whole situation is so far out of our hands. But I can control my business. I can control getting up in the morning and going to the office every day and having a a sense of normalcy, limiting the amount of of information intake from media and social media and and all of that sort of stuff. And just kind of focusing in on how can I take care of my business? And in doing so, how can I take care of my clients? Because a lot of my clients are still working and they're still trying to figure out they're doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm trying to figure out how to adapt from a voiceover standpoint. They're trying to figure out how to adapt from a a marketing standpoint, from a video standpoint, from a content creation standpoint. And so I think when you look at it that way, how can I be part of the solution to this ridiculously large problem that is happening right now? then you're coming at it from a different place of the ambulance chaser or, you know, the capitalizing on a crisis is, is one of the big things that I, that I hear, but that's not how I see it. How I see it is there is a ton of information right now that needs to be relayed stories that need to be told. There are companies that are trying to let their customers know what's going on. There are companies that are creating advertising right now to let their customers know we're still going to be there. There's, as the world turns to remote work, there's massive growth happening in e-learning right now because they've got to teach their employees how to do this stuff and they have to teach them how to do it remotely. All the conferences that have been canceled and all of the company trainings that have been canceled, it's all happening remotely. And so, you know, there's, there's, e-learning that's being created and they need somebody to help with that content. And so when you just focus on that, how can I be 
part of the solution, then I think you'll feel a lot less guilty about it. We, we really just have to get that narrative, that ambulance chaser narrative out of our head. So I see where you can change that narrative with the warm leads and with your clients, but how do you change that narrative? Can you do that with cold leads, people that you've never even worked with? I think it's just a matter of changing the approach a little bit. And that's where you've got to adapt. And so, you know, when I'm reaching out to some of these people, I'm just saying, hey, I know things are crazy right now. And if you are still going, if you're still trying to keep the doors open, if you are still creating content, just know that if you need anything, I am here, I am available, whatever you need, how can I help you? And so, you know, and and having that, uh, just a, a level of, you know, I always talk about, marketing is about building relationships. And so now we're just, this is, this is building relationships. It's just building it in a slightly different way because now we're coming at it with a sense of, of kindness and and compassion and empathy that maybe wasn't there before, but just showing that concern. It's not just selling them voiceovers. It's, you know, I know you're probably struggling right now. How can I help you? What can I do for you? And, and I think that that's the way that you can approach it with those, with those new leads and I think it's a very similar approach even with the the prospects and clients that you've got. I mean, I've sent probably 300 emails in the last four days or so, um, and, and every one of them has been the same. It's just been whatever you need. How can I help you? If you need something specific, you know, if you need, if you need a voice that I can't provide, if you need somebody that can do Source Connect, which I don't have the ability for, like, how can I help you? How can I be a resource to you? in the midst of this and letting them know that the studio is open. I have still done voiceovers almost every day. And, and the most common response that I'm getting from my clients is we're trying to keep our doors open too. We're trying to work through this as well. And I've actually, I I've worked with a couple of new clients this week that are in the same boat and it's just, it's adapting and, and being a resource I think is, is really what it, what a lot of it is about adapting to this new normal, are you looking at new trends that are emerging? Well, I know you are because you got a new podcast episode out, my friend. (laughs) Um, Talk a little bit about that, how you're finding those trends and how you're pivoting. I think right now I'm looking at what's safe and what is changing. And, you know, uh, in, in my latest episode of the podcast, I talk about TV affiliate is not going anywhere. I mean, no matter what happens in the world, whether it's a pandemic or a financial collapse, whatever it is, no matter what, there's going to be TV stations and they're going to need voices. And so I think that's an area where you're going to be safe. And so I think for a lot of talent who are working in certain spaces right now where maybe it is drying up a little bit, maybe that's an area that you want to venture into. As much as the radio landscape has changed over the years, and that's coming from a corporately downsized radio guy, that's how I ended up in voiceover in the first place, there's always going to be radio stations and there's always going to be imaging. And I think those opportunities are, are, are going to continue to exist. And so it's looking at things like that. What are the spaces that are going to be safe? But then it's also looking at where is the market going to shift? And we're in the middle of a, of a global pandemic which right off the bat screams of medical narration. 
And that is not capitalizing on a crisis. That is being part of the solution. That is relaying important information. And that is something I can't do. I, I know that if I sat down in my booth, I am the, the kind-hearted, you know, mild-mannered Canadian. But if I sat down in my booth and started trying to do medical narration, I would rip my monitor off the wall and I would throw it through the studio window because I can't say the words. I, I can't do it. If you have the ability to do that right now, you are part of the solution to all of this because you are able to relay important, valuable information. And then, you know, we just talked about e-learning. I mean, the very first job that came to me that was directly related to COVID-19 was from a cybersecurity company that was creating training programs to teach people about how to give your employees remote access to your network and doing it in a, in a secure way. And so, you know, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, e-learning, that makes sense. There's going to be a, a, a growth opportunity in e-learning. Again, it's not capitalizing on a crisis. It's, it's being part of the solution. It's helping the world adapt to whatever the new normal is for however long it's the new normal. Do you believe in, so I know you're a huge proponent in doing emails and reaching out to people. I'm assuming you also believe in, in following up with people. And do you do that in this time right now? Like you send something out to someone and how long do you wait before you follow up right now? It just feels like so unknown as to what's the right way to be. I do think that that's, that's a, a tricky area. I mean, my, my traditional workflow is when I'm reaching out to new leads, it's to send that initial email and then follow up a week later. And I am, that is one that I'm wondering about right now. I'm wondering how I'm going to play that because there's two sides of the coin, I think. You send out that intro email and you don't get a response. And you don't get the response because the company's closed its doors temporarily or the person has been laid off or, you know, business is so slow or whatever. And you don't want to get that person because you, you don't want to create an awkward situation. But then the other side of it is you didn't get a response because the person that you reached out to is so busy right now because they're being slammed with work for their clients that are trying to get out the message. And so I don't want to miss that either because I want to be able to be a resource to that person. And so I do think you got to be smart about the way that you play it. And one of the things I, I talked about in a video that I shared in my Facebook group earlier this week, you are going, no matter what, and, and this isn't just in this time, this is marketing in general, but specifically in this time, you're going to send an email and it is going to land in the wrong person's inbox on the wrong day at the wrong time. And they're going to write back and they're going to snap at you. And you need to know that it is not personal. Mm. We are all stressed out. We are all reaching our anxiety limit. We are taking in way too much information. Not all of it is accurate. Most of it is opinion, commentary. It, it's not actual fact. Um, it's a lot of speculation, but it still gets in our minds and it messes with us. And, and every one of us at some point, if we don't limit the flow of information, we're, we're going to hit a breaking point, I think. Yeah. And, and we're going to snap at someone. And it's possible that you're going to send that email and somebody's going to snap back at you for your insensitivity. How could you possibly be marketing to me right now? Maybe they're one of the companies that did get closed or, you know, maybe they have shut their doors temporarily or laid their staff off because the business has slowed down. 
And you just need to know that it's not personal. You need to not stop at that point. Cause that's the other thing. A lot of, we'll get that one email and then we'll just assume we could send a thousand emails that don't reply that way. But as soon as we get that one, we just want to shut it all down. Creatives, emotional, sensitive, operating from that side of the brain. You respond with compassion. You respond with kindness. You respond with empathy. You are apologetic. You know, you ask if there's anything you can do for them, but you have to just let it go. You can't let it shut you down because it really, I'm 99.9% sure that in those instances, it's not personal. It's just a product of where we're at right now as stress and anxiety continues to build and particularly with business owners that are trying to figure out how the heck am I going to get through this without losing my business or losing my staff or, you know, for some of them without losing my house or my retirement or my family's financial security or whatever. So key takeaways, don't take it personal. Right now is an opportunity to be of service and a value and to change our narrative than when we are doing our marketing and sending out to people. Do you have a minimum of like you tell people that you work with, listen, you should be sending out 10 emails a day, 50 emails a day. I think that you send as many as you can. And I mean, I think everybody's trying to accomplish something in their different in their business. And, and so, you know, if you're if you're a, a full-time, got a full-time day job and voiceover is a hobby, you don't need to send as many emails. But if you're trying to build a full-time voiceover career, you need to send a lot more. I mean, in the beginning, when I was starting out full-time, I was sending 100 or 200 emails a week. Like I had nothing else to do. I, I wasn't booking. So what else am I going to do? Right? Now things have changed because now I'm busy, but I'm still constantly sending out emails and and making connections and, and trying to keep people coming into that pipeline. So I want to wrap up and I want to ask you any unexpected tips or tricks when it comes to doing marketing, reaching out. I mean, you've given us a lot, especially when it comes to reframing our narrative that we're telling ourselves, not taking it personal and looking at the trends right now, e-learning, affiliates, medical narration, but anything that comes to top of mind as far as, I don't know, that you may not have touched upon. I really think that the narrative behind marketing in general is, is probably the single biggest stumbling block for a lot of voice actors because the narrative is that it's hard. The narrative is that I'm going to annoy people. The narrative is, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to say. And we feed ourselves so many negative messages that it's no wonder when it comes time to actually do it, that we have no idea what to do or we don't want to. So we just don't, which is then when we default back to things like the casting sites and agents and stuff like that, trying to find all of our work that way. So I really think that just narrative in general is a, is a big part of it. Marketing isn't really that hard. It's just about connecting with people. And creatives usually are very social people by nature. So connecting and building relationships should be something that comes naturally. And the other thing is just constantly reminding yourself that you are the solution to a problem. Somebody needs you to tell their story. You are the exact voice that somebody has been looking for. You just got to make that first connection. Thank you, Mark Scott. Isn't he amazing? That guy is, he's like 
as friendly as he sounds on the podcast and as generous as he is in all of his knowledge in the voiceover world, that's who he is. Like, he is just one of these guys who knows so much about this industry in terms of marketing yourself as well as the industry. And so down to earth, I am so grateful for your time. Check out Mark Scott's Vopreneur on Facebook and online. And join me next week where you'll be hearing from Sherry Pullum, who is an amazing actress in her own right and the host of a show called Dreamers Unite. We're going to be talking about um, what's happening in our country right now as far as the battle around what appears to be a battle, what is a battle, and where do we go from here in healing and supporting one another, especially our Black brothers and sisters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time, here's to owning our voices. 